talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hi, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this episode is about divorce. My sister and I talk about our experience growing up with our parents' divorce, um, and then her fairly recent experience of getting divorced herself. Uh, We kind of talk about the stigma that still exists with divorce, even though it's incredibly common in the U.S., Uh, but just, again, kind of just break down our experience, um, talk about the realities of divorce and how it doesn't always have to be a negative experience. Sometimes it's absolutely the best thing that can happen to a family and for children to see happy, healthy relationships. So that's just what we're going to talk about on this episode. So here we go. We are talking about divorce, and I'm joined by my sister, Tracy, who was my first friend and my forever best friend. We're going to just talk about kind of our experience with divorce. I know you know a thing or two about divorce, and I know a thing about divorce. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But first things first, I have been waiting until you've been on this podcast with me to tell the story of how I came up with the name Know What I Heard. It it fits in with kind of just the overall theme of the podcast to kind of continue learning and just share different perspectives and different things. Behind the scenes story is that when Tracy and I used to swim in our mom's pool, when you're on a raft or, you know, you pop up out of the water, sometimes your boobs go a little willy-nilly and you might have a nip slide out. And so we created this code that we would say, know what I heard? Know what I heard? And instead of saying, hey, your nip's hanging out, it meant, hey, know what I heard? So our brother, yeah, so our brothers weren't like, what? Um, so, yeah, that is our code for hey, your nip's out. And it's just always been our code. And now we pretty much just say it when it's not true to freak each other out. But yeah, save us both a time or two for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So feel free to use that. It's great for pools, oceans, any body of water, just leaning over and popping back up. Like there's a lot of scenarios that can work, but oh yeah, feel feel free to use that. If we can save one woman from embarrassment with that phrase, right. it'll be so for, worth it. For one nip slip. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> worth it. So <laughs> so getting back to this theme, Tracy is my biological sister, the only biological si- sibling that I have. And then we have kind of a plethora of step-siblings now. Our parents are divorced and... I believe I was 12, you were 16-ish when they divorced, Mm -hmm. Um, and then you are also fairly recently divorced. Yes. So 
just going to kind of talk about our experiences and your experience. And I know divorce is like super common. Like it's, it's not this in the 1950s where it was unheard of or whatever, but there's still kind of a, a stigma around getting divorced that it's considered like this big failure. And there are a lot of couples that stay together because you just don't get divorced in that family or you're staying together for the kids or whatever reason it might be. Now, I'm not saying that I'm like pro-divorce, that that's the answer to everything. So don't get me wrong. But I just kind of wanted to talk about that it's not like the end of the world, that sometimes divorce can actually be the best thing for a family. So if that freaks you out, just bear with us, hear us out. Again, this isn't like everybody go to the courthouse tomorrow and get divorced (laughs) or however you do it. I don't even know. But if only it were that easy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So like I said, our parents divorced when we were young and I'm not going to lie. Like it sucked. Like, yeah, it it, it wasn't. And if our parents could write a book on like the best way to divorce, I think that they should co-author that because they never once spoke poorly of each other. They did a great job balancing everything, Uh but it still was like a hard time. We were both at kind of weird ages, I think for it to, to happen. Yeah. Um, Being a teenager sucks enough as it is. And then whenever, whenever your parents are splitting up, you know, you, you feel like your whole world is ending because the world as you know, it really is ending. But looking back on it now, I don't, I can't remember or pinpoint any, you know, period there that I felt absolutely devastated, you know, like I had, I had you (laughs) and we, we made it, made it through relatively unscathed. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine like what that process would have been like without having you, because I mean, we obviously like laughed our way through that shit. Um, Like everything. (laughs) And I mean, it was, it was a weird time. Like we went from our house where we all lived. And then our, I remember the day that we were sitting like on the front port or the front steps and watching our dad and our new stepmom drive off and move to Kansas City. And just that feeling of like, our house is locked. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, we can't get in there. And then either riding our bikes or you driving or whatever, like down the road to our mom's apartment where we shared a bedroom, oh, you know, like Lord, a two bedroom. Yeah apartment and so it was just kind of a a weird adjustment in that sense that we went from like this big house to our dad living three hours away to sharing a bedroom you know so those things Mm -hmm. were hard and it was you know we lived with our mom then at at that point and you know it was hard watching her stroke you know be stressed and sad and watching her be depressed but not once did I feel like that we still weren't her focus, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. That we were down the line of priorities for her. 
yeah she was she was doing everything she could to make make a life and make a home for us wherever we were right so one one big thing about like our parents was that they never fought like you know i don't remember this like intense household where i was in in bed crying hearing them talk but really the thing was they didn't really talk (laughs) it was no it was just kind of this yeah it was just like this everybody go off and read or do your own thing and like we were fortunate that we had a big enough house that everybody kind of had their space and we could do whatever but that was the problem like everything kind of imploded at the end and so our our dad remarried pretty quickly within it was like five five or six months later right of the divorce and then our mom remarried like three years later so it was you know definitely there was adjustment times and and different things in there um you know that it wasn't easy i'm not i'm again not trying to like sugarcoat this and make divorce out to be this like magical fucking blessing that cures everything like that is absolutely not what i'm saying but but we finally got a chance to see our parents with the people that they were meant to be with and in the environment they were meant to be in where they where they could be calm and be happy and communicate you know mom's household mom's household is busy and loud and dad's household is very 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 put together very quiet very routine oriented and and that's what he needed mom needed i don't want to use the word chaos but she needed busier and they're both they're both well suited for their partners now and i can't imagine it's hard for me to look back and remember any other way right yeah and and it's like we struck gold you know when it comes to step parents and step siblings like we struck it rich our we lucked out that like our parents can all four be together and it's not an issue you know weddings and graduation parties it's not like oh fuck dad just walked in get mom some wine you know like we didn't ever have that and even like i remember after my high school graduation the four of them went and had dinner and i was like oh what so yeah and so we gained four stepbrothers and a stepsister in this process yeah and they're all amazing individuals and i don't i don't ever use the term step whenever i'm talking about anyone when I'm talking to people, I have four brothers and two sisters. Same with me. And, they, and both my sisters happen to be named Jamie, Lynn. Right. Yeah. So I have, so have two a, brothers named Brad. Named Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we, we have a brother Brad on each side. So sometimes I have to use the word step just to clarify. Like whenever I'm like, my sister Jamie, people are like, wait, what? Your parents named both of you Jamie? It's like, no. Um, so for clarification kind of have to explain it sometimes but Mm -hmm. i mean it was i when our dad remarried our two older step siblings were in college and i remember like our brother brad the oldest would come over to our apartment that we were living in he taught he taught me how to play tennis 
he like immediately like went into big brother mode and like he that summer between college was reading water meters and i remember him taking me like way out in the country and he let me drive the truck while he checked the meters and i hit a mailbox but you know whatever <laughs> um you know he just like immediately was in that mode and then whenever our mom remarried our two youngest brothers were like th three and five and so we just got like this just hodgepodge of like different ages and we've watched them grow up and then we have these like super supportive older siblings and it's just been this like beautiful family and our parents are happy and yeah. I, I mean I don't know about you but I can't imagine what I would be like or what like holidays and things would be like if our parents were still married. No, I can't. I can't either. I, like I said earlier, you know, I, I have a hard time recalling how things were when, when mom and dad were married. Like yeah. I, I remember a lot of, I remember a lot of you and me together all the time and right. mom and mom and dad would go out for dinner with friends every once in a while. but the most of the time dad was dad was in his office or he was reading in one room and mom was reading in her bedroom or sewing you know mm -hmm. doing doing her craft things and they they communicated at mealtime when right. we were all sitting down for dinner but it wasn't like super chatty super chatty meal it was just we all sat down and ate you and i giggled all the time and got dirty looks and then <laughs> And then dad would, dad would compliment mom on the meal if she'd cook and then dishes were done and then everybody went their separate ways. And that's, that was the life that we, that we lived. And was it unhappy? No, but could it have been happier for everyone? Yeah, probably. But we didn't, we didn't know any different. Right. And so we just kept along and, mm -hmm. and there's nothing, you know, nothing inherently wrong about that, but. It wasn't, you know, I don't feel like it was teaching us how, how a relationship should be, but yeah. Yeah. But as far as the way things are now, I think we had, we had the greatest examples of blended families and parenting and supporting each other. And, you know, our mom and our stepmom trade books back and forth because they read the same sort of romance novels. and. Right. And like, recipes and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like you said, we all, we can all get together for family events and there is zero hesitation. There is zero animosity. There is, it's not weird at all. The only thing weird mm -hmm. about it is that, is that it's not weird. Right. <laughs> and, but it's wonderful. Like, yeah, the Brads have played golf together before and, you know, Everybody, oh, everybody knows everybody else. And it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And so I guess kind of one reason I wanted to do this topic is just that like divorce doesn't have to be bad. It's, it's, it's not like a, an easy time. It's not an easy process, but people can make it a lot fucking harder and more complicated than it needs to be. And right. es especially when kids are involved. Yeah. And so I know with your 
previous marriage. You're now divorced. You're in another relationship. I don't think I've ever seen you happier in your life Um, or my life, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. Um, But, and the kids seem to be doing well. And I, I know that there was like that period after that. It's just like, ah, but I mean, your ex-husband, I still wish him happy birthday and we text on occasion and I would never want anything different. Like I never, I don't want when your kids graduate high school for me to be like, Oh God. Look everybody. Where's your dad sitting? Cause we don't want to sit over there. Right. Like that is, it is, there's no reason to make it complicated for the kids. And I still respect the hell out of your ex-husband. He's an amazing father mm-hmm. and I adore him. I never, that doesn't change. Right. Because you guys aren't married anymore. Well, like, like you said, divorce isn't like, isn't ever anyone's goal when they get married. <laughs> you know, when you, mm-hmm. when you get married, you, you picture that it's going to be forever and, you know, your family's going to be, be a certain way and that's going to make you happy. Well, sometimes what you imagine for yourself and the reality of a situation are very, very different. Right. And as far as like my marriage with Scott, he's a phenomenal man. He is, he's a brilliant guy, funny guy, great father. And he, as far as husbands go, he was a wonderful husband. You know, I had everything I could have ever wanted, probably more than what I deserved, but I just wasn't in love with him. And I don't know that he was in love with me. I know we were in love at one point and that was enough. That was enough for us to want to get married. But, you know, situations arise and things happen. And our, our marriage was tumultuous from the start. So, (laughs) um, just from outside forces. We're not, we're not going into all that, but, um, we never had it easy and never, never had a lot of peace in our marriage and it crumbled over time, but I am still every single day glad that we made the choice to divorce. And I'm also glad every single day that he is my children's father. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad every single day that he is my friend. Because, because we are still friends. Like we both work in the same industry. There are times when he has to call, he has to call my hospital to ask questions and he and I will sit and have a conversation about business things. And then, you know, say something about the kids and then, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. And I've had people stand there with their mouths open going, that was Scott, that your ex-husband Scott, right? And and then they say, I can't believe that you guys still, that you still talk to each other like that. You know, I hate my ex-husband. I would never, I don't want to ever speak to him again. And I, I can't imagine what that's like for a couple, number one, who have separated, but the kids involved with that. Right. Like, I, I, I can't imagine it being any other way than you know, being friendly and respectful because you loved this person once. Exactly. And and you may not be, you know, you may not love them the same way still, but I'll always love him because he's the father of my kids and, and he was a good husband, but it just, we just couldn't keep going the way that it was. Right. The divorce process is hard. It sucks. You argue 
I mean, even under the best of circumstances, there are, there are things you're going to disagree about, but if it hadn't been for our attorneys taking so long to get things done, you know, the process was rel was relatively painless. I mean, yes, it costs money to get an attorney and get a divorce, but you know, it wasn't a nightmare like, like people envision. Yeah. There's a lot of paperwork and all, you know, you do have to go to court and it is intimidating, but even during our divorce <laughs> like proceedings at the courthouse, he had to take the stand and talk to the judge. And then I had to take the stand and talk to the judge. And whenever I came down from the chair and was walking back to the seat to sit with my attorney, I patted Scott on the shoulder and I said, we're almost done. And, you know, and then kind of winked at him and went and sat back down. Well, we had an attorney who was waiting for the hearing after us stop us in the hallway and say, I just want you to know I've been doing this for 30 years and I have never seen anything like I just saw. No. Yeah. That's, that's how, how it, it should, should be. be. Yeah. And that's what I said. I go, I can't imagine. That's how it should be. He's still my friend. You know, I don't want anything bad for him. I never wish, you know, never would wish him anything but happiness. Right. So, yeah. And I, th I think that bizarre. once that initial like adjustment, say, like you can both look at each other now and go, wow, I see how much happy you happier you are and i know how much happier i am and i'm glad and relieved that we let each other go yeah have you know go be happier like there's nothing yeah. wrong with that and if you do right. care about somebody that's what you should do yeah you know you want them i to be happy even if it's not with you right and i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's like i think about people that I mean, I, I got married in my 30s and I'm grateful for that because I had my 20s to kind of grow and know that I am okay on my own. Like, I don't need anyone to take care of me. And so I want to be in this marriage. I don't have to be because I don't know how to do anything on my own. And I think right. that a lot of people get married very young and I feel sorry for people yeah. that like when you get married, you know, there's this like timeline that you graduate high school, then you go to college. And then within like two years, you're engaged and you're married. And then you have kids by a certain age and what it's like, who fucking came up with that? That right. that is so unnecessary. You didn't have any time to grow and figure out who you are. Right. And so these decisions that you make, like in your 20s. Fast forward 10, 15 years, like maybe it, you're, it's not you're, what it's not what 40 year old you needs. And when you're exactly until you're 30 years old, you're a jackass. I don't care who you are, but you have no right. idea what you want or don't want or what you need out of a partner or out of life. And you're just, you know, you're just trying to conform to what society thinks you should be doing at this age and that's no 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 don't <laughs> don't fall for it yeah because i didn't i didn't know anything until i was until i was in my 30s for sure i didn't know who i was i didn't know you always hear you have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with someone else 
and it sounds cheesy, but it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, you shouldn't rely on someone else to guide what you want in life and what's gonna bring you joy. And right. yeah, it's just so I I I just think that like we grow, we kind of find ourselves and if you married someone at twenty three and at thirty three you have completely different interests. Your lives have moved in in different ways and you're just not supporting each other and not bringing out the best in each other anymore. That's okay. So you you can kind of let them go be with the people who are going to do those things. Right. And, and you know, I understand that a failed marriage is, is never the goal, like you said. And it, it, I don't think it's failure. Like, I kind of hate that failed marriage. Um, <laughs> right. Like, a failed marriage to me is one that you knew they shouldn't have fucking gotten married to begin with. <laughs> right. Like, instead of focusing so much on people trying to stay married and, like, being miserable for 50 years, maybe we should focus more on not letting people get married that you know shouldn't be. Right. Like, I know multiple people that I'm like, I give it three years <laughs> tops. Right. Just because yeah. they tried to ride it out. Like, this shouldn't be happening. They are not good for each other. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why is there just this pressure to, to get married and by a certain age? And I just don't yeah, think it has to be that way. No, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, um, when it's, you know, goes against everything you feel in your, <laughs> in your heart. Like, right. It's being married to someone should be like, should be like a partnership, not, right. You know, not a, not something that's forced and not something, you know, you get up in the morning and you just kind of trudge around because your life isn't what you want. You're not, you're not happy when you turn around and wake up next to the person you're next to, or one of you falls asleep on the couch every night and the other one sleeps in the spare room all the time because, you know, quote fingers, the bed's more comfortable, but really you just don't want to be in the same room. Right. And you need a break from their yeah. existence. <laughs> like... Yes. Yes. And it's not anybody's fault. It just, you know, some people are not married to the person they're, supposed to be with and I and I say that having been that person I felt like you know once once we separated and it wasn't anything that he did or didn't do I just felt like the person I was got squashed and there was no there was no Tracy anymore it was Scott and Tracy and the kids which right which is okay but I forgot I forgot who Tracy was for a long time yeah well, and, and I mean, as someone just kind of from the outside looking in, I mean, there were times where I'd like be talking to our mom and I'd be like, I don't know the last time I heard Tracy laugh. And anyone who knows us knows that like <laughs> we are fucking annoying because we get in our own little world and it's like no one else exists and we just laugh and laugh right. and it's yeah. madness. And I, like, that just wasn't happening. It was just, like, like I, I missed the old you, and I've, like, slowly watched you come back, and I'm like, yes, 
Yes. And I mean, and that for Scott too, like it's not just a one-sided thing and the kids, you know, it's just like, I know it wasn't easy. It was hard for a while, but like you get on the other side and it's like, thank God. Okay. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. The best thing that parents can do for their children is to love each other. Right. And if, if that is not happening, then your kids are, you know, your kids are watching you and seeing you be miserable and live separate lives in the same house and fight or not fight. You know, couple couples are very different, but they're learning unhealthy relationship habits when they watch unhealthy relationship habits. Yes. And it, you know, I totally believe that if a marriage isn't happy and two people aren't head over heels in love with each other, then it's not good for anyone. Right. The best thing that a couple can do for their children or can do for the children in the household, whether you're married or not, because I'm not married and I am more committed than I've ever felt in my life. Right. Um, But the most important thing that those two people can do is love one another because then that love just radiates or radiates out of them to everyone around them. You know, I feel like even though my kids are teenagers right now and, you know, a lot of times they're fighting or they're in their rooms or they're eating. I mean, it, I feel like I am a better mother to them now because I am a better person. I am truly me. I don't, you know, I don't try to fit in a picture of something I'm not. I'm just, you know, crazy wackadoo, clothes don't match, you know, laughing and dancing in the kitchen person. But that's, that's who I am. And, and you're happy. Yes. And I have somebody now who embraces that and loves me in spite of all that you know, laughs along with me and will come up and grab me and twirl me around the kitchen. And, you know, we just, we spend most of our time laughing, but I am grateful every night that I go to bed for this, with this man. And I am happy to wake up in the morning because he's the first thing I see. Right. And that is how it should be. Right. And I'm I'm grateful that your kids are seeing well, not only just a healthy relationship, but also their mom and their dad being healthy too. Right. Yep. And, and they're not getting this I, false sense of what a, a happy marriage looks like. Right. And like there, there's, and I, there's no award that you win if you're married for right. 40 years. Like if you're fucking miserable, who cares? Like yeah. you. Yeah. There's nothing good about staying in a marriage that's miserable. Nothing. And once you come up for air after that, after you felt like you were drowning in your own life for so long, it's the world is wonderful. The world is beautiful. And there are so many good things (laughs) that living in doom and gloom, it's totally unnecessary now. Right. It's just, there's no, there's no reason for it. And, you know, but I understand making a change is hard you know, walking away from something that you've invested so much time in is hard, but it's not as hard as hating your life. Nothing is as hard as hating your life. And I mean, unless you 
you know, married your high school sweetheart that you met at the sock hop or whatever, and <laughs> you've been together forever. I think most people have been in real shit relationships that you get out of and you're like, oh my God, like I wish that that would have ended sooner. So why, why is it any different if you get to that point and there's like a certificate involved, you know, there's like a legally <laughs> binding thing, the mental harm that you're doing and those years of not being happy. Like it's, it's no different. You just feel like because you signed a document that there's like this huge failure or like, you just have to stick with it. It's like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. You got it's married like at 22 <sighs> and you're 40 and you're fucking miserable. Like that, like you yeah, deserve to be happy. Everyone, so. everyone deserves to be happy. I mean, not like molesters, but you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> everybody, everybody deserves a chance. Besides to... them, yeah. <laughs> everyone deserves a chance to be, to be happy. Whether it's whether it's with your spouse or not with your spouse or somebody you meet totally randomly who's perfect for you, um, be happy. And that's possible. Yeah. And, and it's not easy at first, you know, when you've been married for so long, you know, you get in a routine and you're used to doing things, you know, maybe not, maybe not together together, but responsibilities kind of split up and, you know, bills split up in a certain way. And it's hard to go from, <laughs> to go from being a married couple to being single and having kids to deal with. You know, cause, right. you know, I, I was married to, I was married to a veterinarian who doesn't do bad as far as the paychecks are concerned. And that, that all went away. And so I had to change my yeah. lifestyle. I had to change the way that I did things and the way I looked at things and, you know, the way I budgeted my money. And it's still an adjustment for me. Like it's still a learning, right. kind of a learning curve and it's not, not the easiest, but I'm doing it and, yeah. you know, managing and, and having, having another adult in the house now, you know, who is my partner in every single way. You know, I, I've never felt more equal in a relationship than I do now. And having that right. is, it's wonderful. Not just because I have a partner to split, split things with, but just because I feel supported in every single thing that I do, you know, feeling truly supported and then truly supporting someone else and being happy, happy for their successes and, you know, being sad with their failures, but not having to force that. It's just, it just is that, that is what I think people are missing. You know, you put yourself in a little box and you have, you know, oh, well, I should feel like this because, because this happened. No, don't, you can't make yeah. yourself feel anything. Yeah. It is or it isn't. Well, and I, yeah. And I kind of compare it to like, well, I've been working at the factory now for 10 years. You know, I, I don't like coming to work every day and the benefits suck, but I guess I'm going to have to retire here. No, it's not your only no. option. <laughs> no, like you should change. look forward. <laughs> yeah, you should look forward to going to work. Like there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like, so I just I just feel like there's kind of that mindset and a lot of it 
you know, I, I just look at people that, man, it's like they just fucking pick at each other and it's like they can hardly stand each other, but there's just this like, well, we're never getting divorced. It's like, yeah. well, then that makes Why? me really sad for you. <laughs> You two hate each other, but you have kids and you think that you're doing them some big favor by staying together. I'm not saying that, like, every marriage needs to end in divorce. There are so many people that I know that are, like, just still over the moon for each other and, you know, are absolutely meant to be. And I have no doubt we'll be married forever. And that is fantastic. But it's just not that's not going to be the case for everybody. And just life's too short to not be happy and be with someone that just brings out the best in you and makes you laugh every day. Right. That's what it's all about. Just a guess. Do you know the average age of people who get divorced in the U.S.? Um, I would say it's probably early 30s. Yeah, it's 30. <laughs> yep. You, Good you guess. Graduate from you graduate from college, and the next step is obviously get married. So you have a mm -hmm. big, fancy, expensive wedding, and then you realize I don't really even like this person. And then you wait and you try it, and then before you know it, five years have passed, and you wake up and you fucking hate your life. Yeah, just like oh, it. you're you're still playing video games, and I have two kids to bathe. You know, or whatever, and it's just this, like, ah! Mm -hmm. But, yeah, when yeah. I saw how, how low that age was, it kind of surprised me. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, well, no. I mean, and I look around at, like, the people that are my peers, and, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, and, I see that. Yeah. And so some of the stats that I found on um, marriage is, like, what I could find was like 39% of marriages in the U.S. and in divorce, which I was actually kind of expecting higher. I was expecting more about like 50, half 50. probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What I was reading was that the divorce, not only divorce rates, but also just rates of marriage are actually declining um, because millennials are actually like choosing to wait a little bit longer you know, they're waiting until they're older to get married, which ends up extending marriage. Like, so the actual divorce rate is going down because people are waiting until they're a little bit older to get married. I thought it was it's pretty fascinating because I, I would just assumed, <laughs> yeah, I just assumed that like, you know, divorce rate was like, well, we're up to 79%, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, you know who you are, you know what you're looking for. You've made yeah. your mistakes. You've kind of let those failed failed relationships teach you what you what you need in a partner and what. But you know what you want equally. Yeah. You know what you don't want, and that that's exactly just as important. Yeah. So, and I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons that divorce. Ha you know, there's things that are going to be kind of out of your control. Like I know. Um, like money problems can, can play a big issue. Um, infidelity, obviously, but also just like maybe drinking or, you know, drug issues can play into it. A lot of times, um, infertility like that can end up 
yep. you know, breaking couples apart. And, and so those things you don't necessarily know going in and, and maybe they're just kind of beyond your control. Like those situations can usually either bring people together or, or push them apart. So those things are just, they happen and it's unfortunate, but I was reading some stats People whose parents are still married and happy have the highest rate of their marriage lasting, oh. if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's like the most successful group of people. The next successful group are actually kids whose parents are divorced over kids whose parents are still married, but are not in happy marriages. Oh, see? So I feel like a lot of people would assume that like, as long as your parents are still married, that that's the best example. It's not the case that people whose parents divorced amicably, you know, um, yes, have a higher marriage success rate than kids whose parents are still riding it out and fucking hate each other. So... That kind of solidified like where we come from. And I know that our yeah. our situation, we are very, 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 very lucky. And I don't right. take that for granted. And I don't assume that everybody's had like a magical divorce experience. <laughs> right. Yeah, because there are there are some that have, you know, lifelong animosity and bitterness and that just and it's obvious. But but it doesn't have right. to be like that. You can, what I just yeah. say is, you know, remember what you loved about that person and continue to recognize those things and just realize that he's a, he's a great guy, but he just wasn't great for me or, but, right. you know, but I'm grateful that grateful that he's the father of my kids and I'm going to continue to try to have the best relationship that I can with these new rules. You know, we're not together and. I don't have any say in what goes on at the, you know, with his relationships, unless it affects my kids, obviously, but all you right. want is for that person to be happy. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It just, if you're happier apart than you are together, then go that direction. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess just kind of the big takeaway I wanted from this is just like, I, I would name names, but I won't. But, like, I do see a lot of couples. <laughs> like, can you imagine if I was just like, all right, first of all, a big shout out to whatever state where these motherfuckers think that um, have, having both of your parents in the same house doesn't mean you're doing your kids a favor. It's basically what I want to say. If you are providing a very loving, like, happy, supportive comforting environment absolutely but if it's the opposite of that don't feel like staying together is doing any good for your kids because i can pretty much guarantee it's doing the opposite i don't know well said it's just well said thanks no prob but I'm being supportive yeah. i don't know it just I'm makes just... me sad you know yeah me too and i i've I've been really on, like, I've had friends who, you know, maybe are separated or, or whatever, getting a divorce and 
I've been like blatantly honest with them. And, and some have even asked like, Hey, your parents were divorced. Like, what do you think? And I, I've always been very honest with people that like, if you're not happy, your kids are going to know you, you can't fluff that. They, they pick up on everything. And so it's like up to you if you want to be an example of not only a healthy relationship, but just a healthy individual. Like your, your kids deserve to have happy parents who are with people that make them happy. Like, I just don't see the fault in that. Nope. So there, there is none. Teach, teach your kids to be happy and show them, show them what it's like to be happy. Whether it's, whether it's yeah. by yourself or with your spouse of 50 years if you're if you're happy awesome but if you're not go find what it is that makes you happy or who it is that makes you happy because when you're happy that bleeds out into the rest of your life and then people around you are going to be happy like you and you deserve better and chances are if you're not happy neither is the other person or people right. whatever you're into um, <laughs> right you just don't be have happy. to be stuck forever yeah exactly well yeah. thank you for doing this episode with me we'll have to do a more fun topic someday <laughs> yeah yeah one with a little more giggles like, but like we'll do like gun control or something <laughs> <laughs> for sure just kidding so. but anyway well thank you for doing this and i i appreciate you being open about your divorce and well, so. thanks thanks for letting me you know, you're welcome. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate you welcome. taking the time to chat with me and love you're you. Welcome. I love you too. I will talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Love you guys. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me. I love you so hard and I really appreciate you being just very open and honest about your experiences with divorce. You know, these are really really strange times for all of us we're still just like balls deep in this pandemic there's a lot of racial and just political tensions and issues going on and so there's things that are completely out of our control that can have a huge impact on our lives life is way too short to not be happy um, so we can control some things and we can make changes to be happier and healthier and there's nothing wrong with that. So again, I don't want this episode to seem like it's just like pro-divorce. It's, it's really just pro-happiness. It's okay to take control of the things that you can and steer your life in a happier, healthier direction. Just be happy. It's okay. So um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast check out the Facebook page, Know What I Heard podcast. Feel free to leave any comments or questions, um, any show ideas. And, you know, until next time, hey, know what I heard? Your tits out.